What up, what up, what up? 75. 75. We're 25 away, you guys. That 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 episode 100 is going to be retarded, but we're at 75 right now. This is Woody vs. Poppy. Sachi. Yeah, hey, Shabila. Yo, let's just get that out. Let's just get it out of the way. Um, we want to thank one of our sponsors, Coral Oral. If you would like a toothbrush, um, what's the website, Chris? I'm sounding stupid. Hold up, I'm about to find it right now. Cause I've been using my toothbrush. Oh, Chris. Yeah, to be honest. Oh, Chris, could you please DM? Could you please DM them that picture? I told you, you have to DM them. Oh no, I already talked to them. And then they said they're gonna post the picture. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you can go buy the toothbrushes from WeBuyBlack.com/coraloral. You know, they based out of Atlanta, Georgia. A lot of black business down there. So thank you guys very much. So let's just dive right in. <sighs> let's not play no games. I'm not let's gonna not play no games. I'm not gonna lie. Um, th- this podcast. I don't know whether we're gonna call it that or not, but this is Reality Check 101. All right. That is the name of this podcast. I like that. Well, Chris, we we got a we got a lot of things to talk about right now. It's been two weeks, I think, since we've done a podcast. Um, lives have been busy. Women have been, you know, dealt with. You know, we got to deal with the lady. We got to deal with our ladies in our lives. Uh, you know, Woody vs. Poppy is definitely a loyal nigga podcast. Ain't that right, Woody? Yeah, a lot of loyalty going on. But I ain't just talking about no male or female interaction. I'm talking about on all spectrums, bro. Um, yep. You see, I'm you see, my head is gearing up. I'm tr- I'm really trying to pace myself. Um, well, how you been, bro? How you been, dude? Chilling, you know. Uh, working. Really, you get just, you know you you getting ready to come up here because we we got the Hamptons coming up. Still, believe it or not, yeah. yes, we got. A, I think I got another week here. Then uh, we're gonna be in New York for an entire week. So anybody listening to this, if y'all want to like, I don't know, anybody like listens to the podcast and like fake know me or whatever. If you want to, you know, hang out or whatever, hey, hit me up, dog. If y'all got my number, I'm gonna be out there the 24th to the 30th. And if anybody got the the panorama tickets for the Lolo, hit your boy up. We need that press kit real quick. Yeah, we got a lot of good news. Um, might have a stationary um office pretty soon. So shout outs to that again. Um. Big shouts to Julia. Uh, shout outs to Sunshine and the whole Surf Club crew. We're going to be out there in the Hamptons podcasting with them. So that should be pretty interesting. Um, I'm not really trying to talk about that crazy because I just wanted to like work yourself out and be a big surprise. You guys are going to be really happy. I've been talking about it all summer. But, Chris, have you ever heard the phrase duck? You know, like, um, like one of your homeboys would be a duck ass nigga. Yes. What do like like how do y'all use the word duck? Well, I don't know for us it's just like I think it's just another word for like a bitch or like a mark ass nigga or something like that. No, a duck in like Florida especially or like deep deep in the south, a duck is like a dude that you come up on. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay. See, yeah, it, it probably got lost in the mumbo jumbo coming up through like Atlanta and shit. Yeah, because like if if you a duck ass, you, like you just silly, like you just like you gullible, you fall for stuff that you shouldn't be falling for, and you see that a lot with a lot of people everywhere. You know what I mean? Dudes who be head sprung over girls and love and lust, whatever you want to call. But I guess you can say that's how Rob Kardashian was, right? 
He was a duck, right? Rob Kardashian is the ultimate. Du- Actually, you know what? No, we're gonna drop the D. We're gonna add a C. He's a cuck. Uh, I don't, He's a super cuck. I don't know that. That ah. That's the first topic, you guys. Um, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the infamous Rob Kardashian and Black China. Uh, I guess the the relationship that I, like, dude, that fucking whole entire like, what is their child going to do knowing that? Their mother, their mother had sex with their sisters, has a, I don't know, it's too much. It's just like a paradox, right? Like, it's just so many, I don't know, like, what the hell are they doing up there in Hollywood? It's only a paradox if you care. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Hollywood is very, very weird with that. I'm not. And they're fucking like, and I don't understand. It's like, I think there's only like three women up there to fuck. It's like Black China, Amber Rose. And Kylie Jenner. Well, they're always available. But I did. I do want to say this, and this is the only thing I want to say, is that um, this podcast called Reality Chat because there's some real human problems going on with the interaction we have with these people who we consider entertainers. Like we forget sometimes that they're being serious, and we think that we're being entertained, and then sometimes we think that they're being serious but we actually are being entertained and i think we need to like be able to have enough common sense to spread through which one is important which one isn't and also do more for our lives in order so that we don't have these situations come up where people like black china is saying that she felt terrible when her 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 um, you know when he leaked her nudes or whatever and she's taking legal action when you can go google her right now with plain Jane video of her vagina and her breast out and all of its beauty prior to her even knowing Tyga or Rob Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like she'd been naked in King of Diamonds or whatever club she was yeah. in in the essence of Miami strip club life. Like that been a thing. You know what I mean? Like why does she act yeah. like why do people act like once they like turn that line of ho- uh, Hollywood but, so but to speak? She's not. Like, That's what it is, Woody. She's not. Because all of this this probably wouldn't happen. Rob Kardashian probably would have low-key took the W with roasting her if it wasn't for that fucking white lawyer that came out of nowhere with this, oh, this is revenge porn. Da, 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 da. Bro, she sent him a video of her fucking another nigga while the child, while, while Rob Kardashian's child was in the house. She used him for thousands, maybe millions of dollars she played him like a fiddle and she's still gonna win in the situation like i just don't under like yo the the court system honestly this shit's trash like rob got dogged bro and the only person he has to blame unfortunately is himself well it's like she got the restraining order because that's a form of um of se- sexual assault or some shit like that or like something it's something yeah, it is like assault or something. Because I'm realize I'm learning. I just sent you something. You can look at it on your phone, Chris. Um, I'm learning that assault isn't just like. Well, I've been knew that, but assault. They've blurred the lines of assault so much. It's not just like verbal assault and physical. Now there's things that you can oppress and put on people, without actually, um, you know, it being so literal. You know, it can be things mm-hmm. like revenge porn. So now you can have aggression towards how you send someone something and you know like 
it's getting to the point where now there's a lot of unspoken laws that people need to speak on that people don't know that people are uh, putting uh, against us every single day or that we have the power to control, you know, and your body is your temple, but people don't treat it as that. And then they can still be able to take advantage of someone who else mistreats it, you know, and, and I don't. Look, I'm I'm not even throwing my I'm not even putting a motherfucking car in the race cuz I know I'm not going to win this one and I ain't trying to win. But one thing I do know is when you show yourself respect in most cases you get that type of respect back. In most cases. Chris, really? Yeah. But and for like for the most part when you don't show yourself respect, you usually don't get you know respect that you're trying to like fight for you know, like back in one of those senses. So it's a really fucked up situation. And like, this is really off t- like topic, but I want to, I want to show you something. It's like a chart. So the chart. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I saw that. I saw that a few days ago. I follow. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's just really, it's, it's really crazy that this little rape, this flow chart pyramid, whatever you want to call it is normal is, 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 is normalization, Damn. The Normalization, degradation, um, like, you know. Yeah. Let's see. Rem- removal of uh, Atom- autonomy. Yeah. And then explicit. And, and explicit expl- violence. Jeez. So explicit violence is at the top of the rape chart on this thing. And it says gang rape, murder, molestation, rape, violence. Removal of autonomy is a sexual, uh, uh, let's see. Well, we have groping, safe word violations, covert condom removal. So stop taking your condom off when you guys are having sex. Um, threatening, uh, dosing, I don't know. And then, de- uh, degradation is, uh, stalking, following, not con- non-consensual, non-consensual photos, so those fucking weird-ass, you know, creep photos, uh, unsolicited dick pics, whistling, catcalling, and revenge porn. So, revenge porn is on this level. This is, like, the, uh, the second to last, well, I don't know. It's right at the bottom, but still, it's, it's... It's a form of rape, I guess. Like, it was a non-consensual, you know, posting of somebody's nude body. But at the end of the day, Black China's a hoe. So, like, does it really matter in this situation? Because I don't think... In this situation, I genuinely do not believe that any of this matters. Like, this rape culture thing is real. I support it. But Black China should not be able to take advantage of this shit right now. Like, this shit is crazy. Come on. You're a stripper. Like you literally make a living off of your body you know what i mean like and i'm not trying to say that in a degrading way like you have to realize that that it's like come on if kim k if kanye kanye and kim broke up and kanye posts a picture of kim the fuck we've all seen her naked before she makes millions off of her body you know what i mean like i this revenge porn shit you shouldn't be able to take somebody to court and take almost and she's probably gonna take so much from this nigga well, I don't, I, I, I don't think they was ever married. I think she's going to try to get custody of the kid because the reason why he's fighting for custody because he knows that if he doesn't get custody, he's basically going to be trapped for 18 years, you know, and just be mm-hmm. be, be basically paying for her to basically be, do whatever she wants to do until someone else steps in. But if he gets custody, then she just got to figure out her life, you know? I don't know. We're fighting for... I'm fighting for Rob. Like... She she did that boy dirty, you know. And I saw this this picture, and it was like, "Why is Black China smiling?" 
and it's just saying that like basically black china unfortunately is a role model for a lot of black women you know what i mean and i don't know i just don't think that people like her should get the spotlight that she has and i don't know why everybody keep fucking her like what is up with that woody why does everybody keep fucking black china uh because her butt is fake and big and it was big before that I don't, I don't know. Like, ha- have you ever been around somebody with heavy, like, plastic surgery? Because I've never yeah. met somebody with plastic surgery. Yeah, of course. I don't know. Me and my girlfriend were talking about that last night. We were looking at all these pictures of uh, Kylie Jenner. You know what I mean? Just, like, as she's progressing and everything. It's like, how? Like, I don't know. I wouldn't feel comfortable, like, being around Kylie Jenner now if I knew her back when she was, like, 18 or 17 you know what i mean like mm, maybe you just think it's maturity but let's just you know it's done bro it's done uh, let's yeah. just talk about 21 savage real quick just Tone. just just get it out the way I, I always think relationships where the guy weighs less than a woman are always weird <laughs> like i know amber rose legit like is legit probably like 170 and 21 savage is like a clean 160 at most like i'm giving one i'm giving 21 i'm giving 21 150 <laughs> i think he's like one i think he's like five seven. <laughs> oh shit oh that's I mean, funny little smaller dudes little big bitches i guess he's trying to get lost in that fake but good for her <laughs> uh, good for her Cause she's cause, cause, Wait, twenty one savage six foot. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's a that's a law. Yeah, maybe that's a law. Nah, maybe with that little fro he used to have. Yeah, it cause I like cause I, I know people that have like pretty much met him and shit, and like they said he's not that tall. Maybe when you oh, no. maybe when you stare in his eyes, you die. But I liked his interview. <laughs> his interview the other day was some gangster shit though. Oh I, yeah, I really do have the uh, I really do have the like uh, a like he's a really smart dude. And, t- and, and one thing that, you know, 21 did that a lot of you rappers didn't, like, a lot of rappers didn't do. When he got signed to Epic, he retained all of his masters. Mm. So, you know, he's low-key making the right moves and stuff. I like 21. He's not oversaturating uh, the market with his music also. So, yeah, shout-out to 21. Yeah, shout-outs to him. Yo, I'm going to keep it real, man. Let's just fucking get to it. So, look, man. Y'all know. Uh, Chris, you know what? Um, Chris, you pull me in. Yeah, pull me in. Like, paint the picture. Like, start from the beginning, if you can. Start all the way from, like, Colette. That's actually ending in December. Start from Colette. Start, start, start it from the beginning? Yeah, yeah, no pun intended. <clears throat> start it from the beginning. Like, like pull me in. Okay. The, the Back, I think, I forgot what episode we did. I forgot what the, na- the number of the episode, but I think it was called Soho is Burning. Um... So back like in you know early 2017, ASAP Bari did a collab. I mean, ASAP Bari and Virtual Abloh did a pop up shop at a uh, Colette, RIP, which is closing soon. They did a, a pop up there um, for the V Loan Off White collab. Uh, er, you know, Matt ASAP people were there. You know, Virtual signing T shirts. Bari was there, and Ian pulled up. So Ian was Ian fresh off the rape allegations at the time, or it was before it. Uh. It was it was during it. It was during okay, so it was during it. So a, um, Ian Connor had just got you know accused by a bunch of women with no evidence, just blog posts that he had raped them. 
and he was getting trashed. They were spreading on the it was spreading on the blogs like wildfire. It, it was just you know a really bad look for Ian Connor at the time. People thought Ian Connor was absolutely done and finished. So Ian Connor, who is at odds with ASAP Bari at all times, it's kind of like a you know the devil and Jesus. I mean the devil and God kind of thing. They were best friends, and then you know shit goes downhill. Uh, Ian Connor comes to the pop up. Bari doesn't like this. Long story short, they get into a huge fight there. Um, during the whole rape allegation thing, everybody, like, you know, people like Bari and all these people were just, you know, trashing Ian on Twitter, saying that he was a rapist, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward a couple months, ASAP Bari is on his, I guess, God-level floor right now. He has a Nike deal. He just did a pop-up in London. He's out there, all right? For what we have saw, Bari, uh, they probably met a girl. She fucked his assistant, and, you know, before, I guess, she nutted, probably, uh, she was like, oh, yeah, she's going to fuck everybody in the room. She had sex with his assistant, and Bari was like, all right, well, it's time for you to suck my dick now. And the girl was probably fresh off the orgasm. She was like, wait a second. I'm white. Why am I here? So Bari takes the cover off her. He's like, yo, come on. like, And then the girl starts screaming. And she's like, Barry, no, no. And when she, like, gets up, Barry smacks her on her ass and tells her to shut the fuck up, bitch. And then the video ends. This is all being recorded by somebody that's around. Barry gets put on an Instagram story. They try to delete it, but, you know, once you put something on the internet, it's there forever. People are now accusing Barry of being a rapist. And his Nike deal and all this stuff is currently probably on the line. He's released a statement. Um which I can bring up. I mean, he's basically saying that, you know, didn't do it. There was some uh, video editing and all of this is false. And the two parties that were involved are um, currently peaceful, I guess. So, yeah, that's the news. ASAP Bari is allegedly, uh, like, you know, he sexually assaulted someone. Yeah, I know I, that was a horrible way of setting that up. I was just trying to, scatter around and get that all together but yeah what do you think about this whole situation the balls the balls of ian that really think that because someone that he seen as a bigger brother is now called a rapist will exonerate him like the beings that are in his head that are that are aka supposed to be a brain and i know him so i'm gonna talk the way i want to talk because no one's gonna like you know what I mean? Make me feel uncomfortable about freedom of speech. I'm going to say what the fuck I want. And I'm going to go all the way to fucking... First of all, bro, let's just cut to the chase. In no way, shape, or form does the apple fall too far from the tree. Ever. I am i don't I don't care. I'm not cutting no slack on nothing. Let's just keep it real, bro. At the end of the day, I'm not blaming no the man, Chris. I'm not blaming white people. But, bro... Everyone listens to rap music, right? I, I'm going. I'm a. I'm a go to fucking Uranus before. I'm gonna go to Pluto before I bring it all the way back to Earth. So everyone listens to rap music, right, Chris? Yep. Everyone loves fucking on your bitch. She a thought that, right? You know, like four yep. four times platinum, right? Everyone, Everybody ev- loves. Ev- everyone loves Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's always talking about fucking me and my friends, or fucking me. And the only way you gonna fuck me is to fuck my dogs and all of that. But but, but mm-hmm. you know what I've learned about this society. 
if we don't see it, it didn't happen. Out of sight, out of mind is the truest form of overlooking true values of what happens between humans. If I didn't see it, it didn't happen. Yeah, I heard I heard such and such be hitting this girl, but I never seen it. Oh, so when so if you don't see it, you're not gonna address it, right? So you're still gonna feel comfortable around this person because people feel like if their five senses wasn't fully being put into the mix of what they experienced, it, they didn't experience it. You know, people are really like that. You know, and this is why some people still need to go into a store to buy something rather than order it online. And this is why people like to do certain experiences, and that's okay. But to bring it more into this the situation I'm talking about. Bro, we literally have people who go in flocks to concerts, rapping the lyrics of fucking bitches and fucking on bitches with multiple people in the room. If not in the room, people watch porn all day. To watch porn, there's three people in the room no matter what. And I know consent and all that is going down. But in hip-hop culture, there is a ladder that has been very disrespectful for years. With Uncle Luke and them, all the way to all rappers, Jay Z and them, everybody, bro. Like people, like yo, people don't even be realizing. Like at the end, everybody like the weekend. At the end of the day, everybody loved the weekend. Exactly, and the weekend talks about some vulgar ass shit in the most. Listen to Initiation if you think that if you if you always you know talking about oh the weekend the weekend the weekend be like used to be drugging bitches. You know what I mean? Had songs about drugging bitches like running trains on girls and stuff like that. This is something that's been in hip hop forever, and no one's acting like it's okay. Never have yeah. I sit, sit, sat around and act like it's okay. The masses, society acts like it's okay, you know. And then when people try to um, tone it down, people say, "Oh, freedom of speech, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever." And not just that, you're gonna put us in places to try to quote unquote make us be like monkeys, even though we aren't. And then. When people do things that are volatile towards their own race and people, they wonder why it's so like numb to us. Because in our society, we can degrade people and and, and they'll deal with it. And it's fucked up because someone said something real interesting to me. Shout out to my man Orlando and shout out to Brick Owens. They said, would this even be a big deal if that girl was black? Mm. Would this even be a fucking footnote if that girl was black? Probably not. And the worst part about it, that is legit right on the head, sexual assault. There is no getting around it. But sexual assault happens every single day. And like Venus said, some people do not see it as that because it is a give and take. Some people will give in to things that they should not be given into, including illegal activities. You see, this is the thing. People really pick and choose their battles. Bro, technically, depending on where you live at, doing certain drugs is illegal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing certain things is illegal, you know, but people think when you do something illegal that has bad morals to it based off what they know, based off what they don't fuck with. Now you're an evil person. You know what I mean? It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective with this. You know, I'm gonna keep it real. That girl was not in that room because she liked AJ. A shout outs to AJ. though. That's my nigga. That girl was not in that room because she liked Bari. A shout outs to my nigga Jabari. That girl was in that room. Because she like ASAP Rocky. All right? And the problem is, is that a a, a a female or someone who's infatuated with someone will go so far to be a part of that lineage that they will do things that they shouldn't be doing, per se. Who am I to say what they're supposed to be doing? 
I really don't got no say. It's just an opinion. But my opinion is, if you want the head of the snake, you go for the head of the snake. You don't go for the body and get mad when you get weird-ass results. Because you probably don't get those results with Flocko and them, too. And I'm not trying to put him out there and make it seem like he's a sexual offender. But, bro women who don't give themselves respect men do not give them respect because men are barbarians not all men but a lot of men who come from areas that i come from are barbaric and they are mannish and they don't have manners and then when you do have manners you're so used to not having manners you feel disrespected when someone disrespects you based off you showing them manners because you like i could do you way grimier than i'm doing you I could tell you to get the fuck out. I could drop kick you out of my apartment. I could do whatever I want because some people do that and think that it's, it's cool. And it's not cool. It's never been cool. But this is the plate that we've all been eating off of to win, to make money, to enjoy ourselves, you know? And then everybody wants to walk this tightrope of I want to be a slut, but I don't want to be a slut. You know what I mean? No, because 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 it's there's no rational way of doing it. Either you're in or you're out, all right? Now, to go, to go straight on to the situation with Bari, me knowing him personally, out of the type of person he is, bro, you know what I mean? The type of person he is, I'm, I'm gonna try to put you in the mindset. End of the day, they got that hotel because of his hard work and because of his affiliation with whatever companies he's working with. That's his assistant, that's his little man's. And in, in a way, that's him thinking I'm a rapper and you're, you're all in bed in a bed that I'm paying for with the artist that I signed. So if you're gonna, if either you doing something sexual to me because you a groupie, you have no respect for yourself, or get the fuck out. But see, no one does stuff like that, so they don't realize that that's probably the other option. You know what people are thinking? Oh, he's gonna rape her. Don't nobody gotta rape none of these bitches, man. Like, people don't be realizing that, bro. Niggas can pay for pussy. People have been doing it for years. The point is Niggas this. are rich now. If you're going to be butt naked in a, basically in my personal space around other men and knowing that I'm here and you not doing nothing, get out of here. But the girl wanted to be treated as a human, which she should have, but some people don't um, differentiate hoe and human. Some people are like, bro, when you a hoe, you have no more human rights. And, and I know if people are listening to me like, what are you talking about? Bro, welcome to... The reality of being black and being from the hood, bro, where people disrespect people on the regular, spitting girls' faces, spitting girls' mouth. This is the same type of shit people be watching, porn, white people watching all types of weird shit. Motherfuckers be be talking about, man, I'm not even going to talk about the, the weird shit people out there liking. I don't even want to pause myself, but you know what I'm talking about when people be having semen in their mouth and give it to someone else and all types of shit people are into. But then when y'all see him smack someone on the ass and curse the bitch out and not give her no respect, you want to act like this man is a motherfucking rapist? There's a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what y'all got to realize, bro. There's a very big difference. You cannot, all these kids are, oh, our HR boys are rapists. Bro, you cannot say that. And you can't, for real, for and, real. And you can't make an assumption based off those characteristics i treat those characteristics as what they are and based off the education i know about rap culture and black culture because they're synonymous and it doesn't make it right the nigga is wrong as fuck let's let's say that in slow motion jabari is wrong as fuck and no one's running from that so everyone who's listening needs to understand before we move even further it's not right because some people don't differentiate human and whore. When I when I was running trains on girls, 
I was the type to feel bad. I would ask them, was they thirsty? Did they need something to drink? I wouldn't feed a motherfucker because if you go that far, motherfucker think you fall in love and you can't have that type of stigma on you when you were in the hood. I'm just keeping it real. But I would make sure that they was okay. Some niggas be having let a bitch have cotton mouth and why everybody getting head? Like, come on, bro. Like, what? Like, make make sure that the product you got is okay, you know? But that goes back to niggas not treating stuff right. Niggas break basketball goals in the hood, flatten footballs, flatten bikes. Niggas just run through stuff because they don't know because they, they never had nothing to cherish it. So even when they mm-hmm. get so even when they get a pass around, they treat that bad. I know we're talking about something that's very trash, but this is real, and I don't run from reality because this was my reality at one point. And so yeah, I might treat a freak chick good, but I got homeboys who don't let bitches out in the middle of the highway. Say, bro, you not fucking everybody. Cool, get out. Find a way home. Peace. Or or kick out whenever this and that. You know, people do people dirty. And it just so happens that the same shit that y'all be rapping every fucking day, y'all done seen it in full fledged and now y'all want to fucking act the way. You can suck a dick with that. You know what I mean? Yo, if you want to try to act like you're some fucking um, pure-ass socialist and care about people and care about all, all this shit and want to act like you're a social worker, don't listen to our music then. Don't promote the negative shit to begin with because all that shit is negative and you promoting it. You promoting that same shit. Like, what are you talking about? Lil Uzi be talking about fucking a bitch till she tear. Who wants to fuck a bitch till she's bleeding? I don't. I'm not into that. Me neither. But millions of people stream the shit every motherfucking day and act like that shit is the bead's knees. Because everybody want every, everybody wants nasty shit, vulgar shit at their convenience. And they don't want it in the, in, in the grand scheme of something that looks like it's rape activity. You know what I mean? When it's more of hip-hop activity, but nobody really wants the culture, bro. Everybody just wants the accolades of being a part of hip-hop, being part of rap. Nobody wants to see the fucked up shit. You know, like someone said something very good on, on HypeBeast.com. So like someone said, imagine the shit that we don't see. Yeah, guess what? I see all of it and I'm still here. All right? Niggas act like it's fucking war stories. No, bro. The stuff some of these women do, they want to do, bro. They want to do it. We talk, we make a joke on here all the time, Chris, do we not? That for some reason, females are fascinated with having double penetration done to them. Females will love to put fingers in their mouth when you're having sex with them. Mm-hmm. It's 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 in our DNA to be like very animalistic and very like extra with sexual activities, but people just are bitch made and run from this stuff and act like they wanna you know, they wanna composition it and only have it where it's like under wraps. No, it's real. It's super real. And again, I will say this again, he is dead in the wrong. Dead in the water. That girl's even worse. And, and it sucks because, honestly, the girl not going to do anything, and, and, and they resolved it. But the girl should do better because you know you a pass around. You, you know what you really want. You know what you out here for. Move correctly. Now, let's get to the most important part of this whole situation. Now, Chris, I don't mean to put you on the spot. But what is, to me, to Ishmael Troy, to Woody, your co-host, what is... The, probably the most important thing that I'm gonna take away from this of this whole scenario, of the three of the four people in the room. Wait, wait, what? Are you, wait, you're saying what is the most important thing for you, like that you're gonna take away from this whole situation? Yeah, that I'm about to talk about. I'm, I'm basically quizzing you, like who? Oh, oh, stop fucking with white women. If you do, pay them. No, I'm gonna take it one step further. 
the nigga who was recording, Chris. Oh, yeah. Bro, th- see, this is the dumb shit, bro. This is what sucks about 2017, bro. You got to move. First off, when you doing some shit, you got to move a certain way with people that are going to be moving on the same step that you are. Because... That nigga wasn't moving on the same step. He was being a fucking retard. He was happy as hell that he was in a situation like that. You know what I mean? That nigga literally ruined, could potentially have ruined Barry's life because he wanted to put some shit on the Instagram snap. Well, I'm not gonna say his name on my Insta snap. I mean, on me on Insta. I'm not gonna say his name on Woody vs. Poppy because I know him very well. And most people know who it is who's from Harlem. And and because because you know we all family and anybody who's that close is probably family but i'm gonna keep it real that nigga is 10 years older than the nigga who was in the bed Mm. why do you even have your phone out if you're in your 30s you know, like like one of my homies said, he said some gangster shit. I've been waiting to say this on this motherfucking podcast. I've been starving to say this. Did you really get your book stamped to go to another country and record other niggas having sex? Where the fuck are your priorities at? Where are your priorities at? Big facts. Where are your priorities at, my nigga? You're 30, you're 30 fucking five years old, bro. Where are your priorities at, bro? If you sitting around recording this shit talking about what that mouth do the fuck are you talking about the fuck are you talking about i got so emotional over this shit yesterday wanted to cry bro because i really felt like my future was at risk and and i'm not this is not about i'm not trying to make it seem like bari situation is my situation i'm not trying to sit around act like i'm v-loan asap anything bro but as a black man for as far as bari has got bari can barely that that motherfucker look man I'm happy that motherfucker got a college degree, and I'm not talking down on him or nothing. Like, that is my family. But I understand that we come from nothing, and that for him to have what he has put so much of a spotlight on people like me and gives me a chance every single day because he keeps going. And that was about to get taken away. That my, my door, my lane, my potential earnings was about to get squandered by another motherfucker who don't even do this for a living. He has a job. He has security. He has a home. He's out there on vacation just trying to be a part of something, or as they say in Harlem, trying to be loopy. It looks like a fucking male groupie slash Super Saiyan Blue D'Angelo Russell. Because you think you the, because you think you the, um, the, the fly on the wall so you could post it and only niggas back home gonna peep it. No, bro. You're with someone famous. People are going to look at your snap story, bro. Get real. Instagram has numerical values and algorithms where when your snap story is piped up and your, and your story is not private, you, you come up as one of the Instagram stories that someone should watch. So people are going to find your shit. And white kids and internet kids who know that you have affiliation because you're tagging everybody so motherfuckers know who you really fucking know and who you down with, they're going to go peep your shit to get more insight on a lifestyle that they wish they was a part of. And once they see something that they're not about, they will expose you in the fucking quickness. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. You put you put it on your snap story. You put it on your snap story and you act like no one was going to like fucking pick it up. And you thought it was harmless because you see Chief Keith and them do it. Barry can't afford Kanye West's PR team. 
that statement was good, but jackasses and, and geniuses on Reddit are going to poke holes in that all day. He sounds like a rapist even in the fucking, even in the statement. He needs just a bunch of, and they, and it's just, it's sad because a lot of people don't realize it. Like, I, I know a lot of like people listening don't understand about like, you know, internet white kids, but bro, people have been plotting on this man's downfall forever. Like they've just been waiting for it and they finally got something to grab onto. And bro, I don't, within 10 minutes. There was R.I.P. Bari fucking pictures and shit. All of these V-Lone uh, jumpsuits and all that. It, it, it's crazy. Even worse, people people trying to force his demise. The internet is so bored and they're so and they're so crazy. They're sitting around literally, Chris. Lit- I want to talk like I'm from the U.K. Literally, they're bro. They're literally acting like they put out fake statements by Nike. They're putting out fake tweets from the girl. They're putting out fake scenarios, and everyone wants to act like they're a superhero wearing a cape, act like they're the person who's gonna give Bari his just due. And you know what's scary about all of this? And 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 I know this is the part I've been reaching to, to get to for a moment. There's more men who's upset about this than women, cause you know why? Cause believe it or not, Bari's an actual fucking gentleman when it comes to women, bro. He's very charming. Paul, and, oh, no, and I and and I and I and we've both seen this. He, we've both seen. He's this. he's very charming when it comes to women. Very gives and and like one thing. I, I, okay, so on one of the most I guess popular hip hop forms, Kanye to the, there have been three threads. Okay, so when a thread I guess goes you know downhill, you can lock it if you're a mod. Okay, so they had the first thread, fifty pages, seventeen posts each, locked. Second page, I mean, second thread, 80 th- uh, pages. Third thread, 60 pages. People in there calling us. Like, I, I, I was just saying, you know, I was like, yo, you guys, listen, first off, y'all need to stop making fake accounts and stop putting your nose into something that you have no business doing. Because, say, that girl, right? You guys, somebody literally made a fake Twitter account acting like the girl, tweeting at Nike, saying that Bari raped her and everything. In which he didn't. There's a video of him sexually assaulting a woman, and all of these people are spreading the rumor that ASAP Bari is a rapist. And it's like the internet, as much as of a gift it is, is also a fucking curse because all of this shit is because of the internet. You know what I mean? This shit was posted on the internet, and now people are taking this and th- warping it into something that it really isn't. You know what I mean? So when you're sitting at home and you're sitting there fucking jerking off or because oh my god this is so amazing oh asap bari is a is a you know a a rapist asap bari is over hashtag asap bari is canceled all this shit what the fuck are y'all doing bro like seriously do you have anything else better to do with your life you see a situation that's already fucked up and just because you don't like the person you're gonna sit on your fucking computer all day and perpetuate bullshit like come on bro that's not healthy like better yourself and it's really sad bro seeing this shit like how the fuck can you hate somebody so much you've never even met like that's just wild and, and Bari isn't even a rapper Woody that's the craziest shit about it this nigga don't rap yeah this nigga makes clothes and people yeah. hate him more yeah and I'm gonna tell you I'm, yeah I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna tell you why and I'm gonna explain it some more I just wanna get this I wanna make sure this point is made 
um, a shout out to Laley. She was a guest on the podcast, bro. Years ago, eons ago, Bari dated a Laley. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I'm not trying to put out his resume or something like that. But he's very respectful to women. If he can't get the buns, he won't lie on himself. He won't sit around and act like he did something he didn't. He respects women. You know what I mean? He admires a lot of women. But the women who don't give themselves respect, he doesn't respect them. He doesn't. And and, and that's not for me to judge him on. Because no one's putting me on a fucking across and crucifying me you know for my mishaps i just make sure my mishaps are my personal demons and i don't put it out on the internet because i don't got 35 year olds recording me at all times of the night but one thing i do know is this the reason why people hate him is because he represents everything that white people cannot do which is be a part of something start stuff without being the catalyst for it and then reaping all the benefits of it without without everyone knowing why you have the benefits. And to a curious person who's not from where you're from, they're gonna be like, why do does everyone like you? Why don't I get it? Why do you look like a bum to me? Why do you just think that you're so, you know, they're so delusional. Like, bro, this is our stuff. This is our culture. This is, that's like coming into my house. That's like coming into my house and telling me, why do I fold my clothes that way? What is wrong with you? You're not a part of my culture. You can't tell me what's right for me to do in my lane. How dare you? How dare every single fucking white person talk to anybody in my culture like that? What is wrong with y'all? Anybody who's listening, if you feel an inclination ever about hip-hop and you did not do anything to contribute to it other than buy a fucking ticket, you, you, you have to talk to your inner self and shut the fuck up because you didn't make it. You didn't contribute to it. All you did was reap the benefits, dog. You reap the benefits of what we really laid down. And what we laid down was real shit because of what people before us laid down, which was real game, okay? You don't have to be a rapper to be influential. You don't have to be Malcolm X to be influential. There are many ways and facets in black culture that we affect many other lanes. And shit doesn't have to be on Wikipedia for you to get it. And you don't gotta have a blue check by your name just for someone to get it. You know what I mean? Stop trying to come at people because you don't understand their greatness or you don't understand what they do on this earth because it doesn't make you look smart. It makes you look very pissed and very bitter about nothing because you got everything and you still want it all. You got everything and you still want more. We black. That's hard enough. And I love being black and you still want it all. You mad because because we doing some entertainment shit. Because we got to go the entertainment route and try to chase abnormal dreams just to have what you probably already have. We got kids out here who parents make half a million dollars and they trying to come to New York. They trying to go to L.A. to be rappers. What kind of fucking backwards logic you got? Go get your fucking education. Go empower other kids to do things that you may have wanted to do because someone else is doing. Not because those are your real dreams. Go get you some real like like information and like a real aspect on what's going on before you just want to jump into something that seems so fun you know why black people make stuff look so fun because we never fucking had it to begin with so we live it like it's our last and that's also our detriment our beauty is also our detriment because we so vain and we love everything to the point where we make everybody else want it but we also will kill ourselves for it and we also will take down our brother for it which is fucking sad that I got someone 
you know, like Julia would say, all these microaggressions I have to fucking deal with every day and that you have to deal with Chris as a black man because somebody else is trying to tell us what we're worth to our own people. The fuck are you telling me? Don't tell me what I'm worth to my own people. Suck my dick. Fuck out of here. I can't, I, man, I can't, I can't believe people on there all over sometimes. But you know what? It's that jet fuel that I need to keep going and that everyone who's listening needs to keep going, bro. Because I don't play that shit. I don't play that shit. People trying to really trying to, yo, bro, Chris, you need to really understand. I talked to one, I talked to one of our homies, uh, Joe. Talked to Joe by Joe, bro. He said some real shit, bro. They had it out for Bari the whole time, bro. He painted it mm -hmm. out. He painted it out so good, yo, bro. I, I, I can't wait to I could live to the age of forty and really say I lived, uh, uh long enough to really understand certain things. Cause me being this young, I still don't get stuff the way he, the way he spelled it out for me, bro. He's like, bro, they set him up for it, bro. They set him up for it. And a lot of people don't feel like Barry was ready for Paris. Paris is the mecca of, of couture and fashion. It's the fucking mecca of it. And, and, and he showed at Paris. So, of course, if he wasn't fully ready, and then y'all gas him. Y'all gas him up. Hypebeast.com. You gas him up. Complex. You gas him up. All these blogs. Vogue. Everybody. You gas him up. ASAP Rocky's tentative line acting like it's Rocky's brand, it's Barry's brand, right there. The man, the black man right there, and you overlooking him, is is to debut in Paris. Rihanna, to debut in Paris, right? Y'all love it, right? You, you, you get your clickbait, you get your ad revenue. And then when you get there, what like what the fuck they do, Chris? They tear him down. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, it 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 looks it, it it looks unpolished, it looks unfinished. It's a it, if you're gonna have the same thing. On the on the runway eight times, you, you you know you're not ready, so you set them up for it. You set them up for the okie doke. You act like you wasn't just loving the shit two months ago. The same shit he was making, it was the same shit more or less that you could buy not too long ago, and that shit was epic, right? Everybody wants to be V Lone. Everybody wants to be No Vacancy in. Everybody wants to be ASAP. But once you put it on the runway, you don't want it no more. Man, suck my dick, man. It's a fucking setup. It's a fucking setup, bro. They're trying to they, they, they to beat my dog out there, man. They're trying to beat my mans. They're trying to beat them. They really think that they slick, bro. They being people who act like they like us because people who who they fetish over, they like. If you like ASAP Rocky, go like ASAP Rocky did. Don't try to come like me. Don't like my friends. Don't like anybody that we walk around with. That's gay. And if you sitting around and you a Lucas... Uh, a, a, a Sabato or Lucas Sabbath, however the fuck you want to say it, or you any of these people, and you see both sides, and and you still want to side with them, don't fucking come around me. Period. Don't be, don't play both sides and want to be and think it's all good because they laughing with you, bro. Because the one chance they get to treat you like a nigga, they gonna do it, and you see it for what it is right now, don't you, Chris? Mm hmm. It's like what we about to segue into with this Jay-Z shit. Talking about I'm not, you know, like O.J. Simpson thought he was above being black. You never above your skin. As long as 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 long as people have these fears. Because at the end of the day, you you are black before you're a man. And you always got to remember that shit. And, 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 and we can be progressionists and we can act like it's not that. But I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. I know people mad at... At my lifestyle at times I know people are happy And cluing in Because they They can't believe it Like what you know You know 
I know when people are just acting like they're they're loving me, it's fake love or whatever you fuck you want to call it, you know. But I take it with a grain of salt to begin with. I do. Never do I act like this shit is something that is gonna be here forever, cause it fucking it it it, it ain't. And I value true things. And I don't fuck around with the fuck around. All these fucking white people sitting around pressing people all type of weird ways. Like now they do it in ways that's fucking sketchy. You know what I mean? Now they, you know what I'm saying? Now they do it in ways where if a black girl hangs with ugly white girls, they'll make the black girl think she's ugly. Because she's growing, because she's growing up with them and she doesn't have enough black friends, you know, to know what her people feel about her. You know? Like to the point where it's it's so deep into the DNA that someone could think someone's gorgeous and they and they still wouldn't fully feel it for themselves so they wouldn't be able to reciprocate the energy that you're giving them. Shit is deep, bro. Try to play with my try to play with my man's out there, bro. Try to play with my man's out. I can't I can't believe that shit, dog. Alright, whatever. Jay-Z's album. Uh, uh we took enough time to be able to um really give it a, a a good thought process which i'm happy we like we do even though sometimes we fail and it come out the next day yeah like, what you think chris so tell me what you feel about it uh i think that this is uh jay's best album since american gangster and um it just sounds like what jay should have been rapping like for the last you know eight years like this is it, it my best way of explaining it it's basically if obama made a rap album it's really what it is, you know, it's just sophisticated, it's smart, it's informative, it's, you know, uh, it's very personal, and I think it's something that we're gonna really cherish for these next few years, it's something that we really needed in the state that we are as a race, and uh, Jay-Z really came through, no, no ID made some of the best beats of the year, it's probably Jay's, like, like I, I really think it's one of the most, like, best produced albums in recent history I, I would say it, it's beautiful it's short and concise no filler straight to the point straight bars no pop music it's what i wanted from jay-z in 2017 it is a 45 minute state of like it's like a 45 minute speech to black people for real it's great and uh yeah shout out to jay-z for just reminding everybody that he's not trying to play catch up he just is setting a new bar What's funny so, is yeah. a lot of people don't even notice that um like he's rapping the same way that he rapped on like uh volume one. You know, where like he's kinda like kinda rapping kinda fast, like over the beat where mm -hmm. you think that he's like off beat, you know, and then uh, you get you you get some people being like, Oh, hold it sound like that back then, shut up. He actually gave you old hove, but gave you some new perspective. To me, it just sounds like the it sounds like the real black album. That's a fire. That's a fire way to think of it. Because when the black album came out, he was old, but he had no kids. He had no perspective on life. He mm -hmm. he was thinking popping champagne was the equivalent of being a grown up. No, that's the equivalent of being an old nigga who's still a bachelor. And even though he wasn't a bachelor, he just wanted to celebrate being able to be done with something. But he wasn't done, and now he has a lot more perspective on life, and he sees life in a different manner, and he was able to actually share it without feeling like he got to be Jay, you know? Because coming from the hood and coming from being such a, a titan and coming from being such a dog and being always so, like, protective and private over your private life, it's hard to kind of, like, let people in. And he let people in in a very pure manner, you know? Now, all that shit about the shots, about 
Kanye and all that, y'all motherfuckers don't be reading into stuff correctly. So I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not going to give y'all what y'all think y'all deserve. Whatever. Y'all keep thinking that. I'm not thinking shit. I just, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, in 2017, like, he just did what he was supposed to do. Like, just, I don't know. Jay just didn't fumble with this album. And if you are a black person, you have to listen to this album. It's just, you got to. If you don't listen to the whole album, you got to listen to the story of OJ and watch the video. You have to, bro. Like, this nigga really is trying to give us the keys. And, like, and I, and one thing that really pisses me off, it's like all these people are like, oh, what's better than buying uh, Jay-Z tickets? Credit. Like, you know, like, this nigga just literally told y'all what to do. Yeah, he goes on tour. It's fucking Jay-Z. <laughs> the fuck? There's tickets at that show that you can easily afford. Yeah, but. It's just that you don't want to be there. It's also this too, though, Chris. At the end of the day, why did it take Jay-Z to say something for you to understand it? Black because, people... But, black, no, but you know what the thing about it? Because there's no proper education. And one thing that's bad is that a lot of black people learn their information from fucking celebrities. Yeah. Because we don't have any figures like that and, that are telling us that shit. Well, and we kind of do. we educated like that. We do, but you, we do, but you know what they do? They put them on a chopping block, and every time they say something that's inaccurate, act like they can't listen to them anymore. They're human. They're not fucking computers that just give out perfect information to... People don't respect you. Like, Muhammad Ali said it years ago. Bro, Muhammad Ali, I never heard him say gangster shit like this, bro. People ask Muhammad Ali, like, why he, you know, like, they asked him in an interview, like, why he, like, dress a certain way now and, and do certain things and whatever. He was like, because his people, in order, for, in order for his people to really follow him and listen to him speak his word, he got to look a certain way and dress a certain way and show off a certain amount of, like, regalness like to them because we never had nothing as black people so or urban people so when we see people with something we just assume assume that they got it all the dumbest fucking illusion ever that having money assumes that motherfucker got wealth and knowledge and everything else in between so yes we do act like people who do have more than us can give us better information which is the fucking most idiotic thing ever because i take information from all sources you know, I don't care if you're a stinking-ass bum, a five-year-old kid, or an old-ass person. If you want to give me some information, I'm taking that shit because I got my life to live, and I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do while I'm here, you know? I can respect that. You learn you learn every single day, man. You can't, you can't, you know, limit yourself, bro. You can't, you never know. Yeah, that that's what it is. You never know what you're going to learn from somebody, man, for real. And, and, like, bro, I'm not even trying to, like, you know, sound some corny shit. But, like, I work at a grocery store, you guys. Bro, I be learning shit from the most random people ever. Niggas be telling me everything. I be talking to little kids, old people, just, you know, regular middle-aged people, you know. And you just got to stop. You know, you got to open your ears, man. You got two ears, one mouth. Listen. (laughs) I mean? I hear that. It's just like, bro, like, okay. It's just like a lot of people don't be like, okay. Sarah's situation right here. I'm, I'm very lucky that I have a person like, you know, Woody, right? Woody's been through a lot of things. He can tell me the information that I need so I don't have to go through those things. Why the fuck would you want to go through something if you don't have to? It's like, bro, just listen. You know what I mean? Listen to Jay-Z tell you about your financial, like, you know, trying to teach you about financial freedom. Yeah, you may not want to listen to it because, oh, what is Jay-Z going to have to tell me about? This? Oh, he's rich. Da, 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 da. I saw a tweet on Twitter, Woody, saying, don't listen. It's like, uh, this, this bitch said... Excuse me. This woman said, why should we listen to Jay-Z talk about financial freedom? I'll never listen to a rich person tell me about uh, 
uh, financial, like, you know, advice. What? What? That's like saying I'll never listen to a champion tell me how to play basketball. The fuck? It's like my nigga. Like, that's the... That's what's just sad about black people is that we literally will be provided, we will be you know presented with all of this shit and still deny it. I'm not gonna lie, it's stupid. Before someone email us, white people disregard it too, but there's enough of them to where yeah, they force it on their kids. Bitch, you gonna go to this school? I don't care what you heard about. You gonna go to this school, or you gonna go do this for a living? Yeah, that's why someone commit suicide, but that's not the here there. But, uh, but uh, so much pressure, man. Yeah. But oh, yo, speaking of uh, no, wait, 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 wait. So in the in 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 Jay Z albums, what like what do you like? I feel like it's I feel like it's not even ranked. It's just it's it's his own place because he's a grown up. Well, well, I'll say if we want just to do the the rankings, I'll say uh, Blueprint. Reason no, you know what? Fuck that. No, no, no. I'm not even gonna feed into that bullshit. Reasonable doubt, blueprint. Um, I'll put 444 and American the Gangster right with each other. Now I know that I'm not supposed to put American Gangster over Black Album, but I just personally love that album a lot. But yeah, I'm putting American Gangster and 444 next to each other right now. But probably within a year, I'll probably say 444 is better. We ain't thugs, sake for being thugs. Nobody do that, that where Ocean we song? grew at, nigga. Duh, duh. That nigga. Hold but look, me. let me ask you, a, Woody. Let me ask you a question. When you heard family, uh, what's it called? Family Matters or whatever. No, you talking about Family Feud? Family Feud, bro. Beyonce. Shout out to my All nigga right. Jay, dog. Well, I need you to know. I need you to know that that's a sample and Beyonce. So the sample is the is the women in the background. Like it's called the Clark <laughs> sister. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. The song's actually that called shit. Higher. Well, you know what I thought it was. I thought that they layer. Did they layer the voices and shit? No, it's three. It's three sisters, and then Beyonce comes on it too. Hey man, I was like, yes, Beyonce, yes. Well, she was singing her ass off. You know, you know, look, how, you know how I feel about Frank Ocean. So, yeah, that shit was just ready for it. Can we say that Frank that, Ocean uh, now is that, uh, part was fire too? Frank Ocean is now confirmed God tier artist, like. Jay Z only had two people on the album. Jay Z, Frank Ocean has been on Jay Z's last three albums. Yeah, it's because Jay Z be knowing how to take advantage of young talented mm-hmm. people. He, but see, that's the thing. He treat everything like a business, and that's why people don't deep down don't like him because people think that he's almost the establishment because he acts like it sometimes. He does. He doesn't act like he wants to curate or or cultivate with young artists. It seems like he only wants to do that with you once you receive accolades. He doesn't want to help you get to the accolades. He wants to deal with you after the accolades. And to an extent, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like that because people like Kanye West will deal with you whether you're an unknown or whatever. He'll give you that source of energy. Yeah, and and, and people, you got to realize that if, if anybody's trying to say, oh, Jay-Z was working with Frank Ocean at this time, no. Beyonce introduced Frank Ocean into Jay, um, in, like in, uh, to Jay-Z and all that. You know what I mean? Be- it took Beyonce having to say, hey, B, I mean, hey, Jay, you got to really I like how you gave a dude. deep voice. A deep you know how, scene. nah, Beyonce got that real womanly voice. I don't know. You know, she's like 5'8". She's tall. I was watching her in Dreamgirls a few days ago, bro. Shout out Beyonce, man. Very talented one. But, um, yeah, so speaking of... We, we talked about old niggas. Let's talk about new niggas. XXL Freshmans. 
They did the freestyles. <laughs> the the I guess the freestyle everybody's talking about is the cipher with uh it's a cipher with fucking Playboy Cardi made in Tokyo, uh Ugly God and XXX Tentacion. Mm-hmm. Can we say that this is the cringiest, that was the cringiest moment in XXL freshman uh, freestyle history? Didn't watch it, did, wasn't tripping on it. Next subject. Matter of fact, since we were talking about ranking albums, how about this genius Chris found out that they were fucking internet forums back in the 90s, like early 90s, like 94 oh, or something, yes. right? That was fucking, like, basically, like, talking it, about albums when they first yes. came out. It was, like, basically, it was, like, Reddit or KTT. Like all right, this is this is from April nineteenth, nineteen forty. I mean, nineteen ninety four. My bad, nineteen ninety four. Okay, listen to this. Well, this is the moment that we've been waiting for. Five dollars says that it gets postponed again. Somebody post a review when they get it. I don't want to leave leave work early for nothing. Waited until midnight at HMV. They still couldn't sell it until then. It was worth it. The shit is dope. Deep bassline, smoothie jazz, hip hop rhymes, nasty rap. Illmatic, straight up, no chaser. All right, then look, true. Um, they said, uh, I have to admit the lyrics are nice as hell. And this dude was, you know, uh, this dude uh responded, and he said, Yo, I thought it was a letdown. Lyrically, it's all that, but beat wise, it's only all right. The Pete Rock song, halftime, and it ain't hard to tell are some of the fattest joints on the album. The others are too sparse or like too damn slow with the singing and shit. Plus, it's nine songs in thirty nine minutes. Is that whack as hell or what? Um, he should have chopped off. He should have chopped a few pages off that big ass CD booklet and hooked it up with two or three more songs, if you ask me. But I have to admit it: the lyrics are nice as hell. Mm. This is one of the many posts that these internet for bro. This shit is so fire, okay? Because you guys gotta realize, everybody talking about oh these new rappers, da da da. I'm tired of this, bro. That's what Versace rap was in the '90s. There's threads on this fucking internet forum that's saying why hip-hop is going to make a comeback in 98. Or why uh, uh, Versace rap is ruining rap. Where's real hip-hop at? Niggas was saying the same in like shit. 97. 97. Talking about bringing real hip-hop back. Because niggas was not trying to die anymore. You know what I mean? You had niggas like Diddy, and you had all these fucking, you know, R&B-ass, like, hip-hop songs, you know? Like the, like the, what's what's the shit off of, um, uh, off of Jay-Z's album or Backstreet? Or Blackstreet or whatever? Like, songs like that, niggas was flaming that shit. All the shit that a lot of people, redeem, like, you know, deem as classic. People were saying, yo, this shit is trash, bro, we need real rap. Like, yeah, people were like that in the 90s. You just gotta realize history repeats itself. Let me find something else. Let me find something else, bro. This shit is amazing. Oh no, hold about hold on. What about the one with the worst rappers? Oh, worst rappers, bro. They had Tupac. They had Tupac on there. They had uh, Snoop Dogg. Um, fuck. Who else was on there? They said. Oh, they said um, Ghetto Boys. And I forgot who else they said. But they were basically saying that Tupac and this Versace rap is basically trash and it's funny because we versace rap went you know what i mean <laughs> that shit is here again well it was here you know with all the amigos and shit and it, it's just beautiful seeing this stuff could you explain uh, what, like what do you think they what do you think they meant by versace rap because i don't think they meant like versace versace i think they just meant oh like, no 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 it was just it was just that like 
around that time, you had a lot of niggas just wearing Versace and shit like that, becoming extremely materialistic with rap. You know what I mean? What it's come to today. And people weren't liking that. People, you know, were fans of underground real hip-hop. Um, here, Here's another one right here talking about Illmatic. He said, look, it's not the second coming. Please get off the source's jock. This is April 20th, 1994. All right. They said these are the highs of the album. The hype about Nas is all that. A gifted lyricist, if there ever was one, can turn a flat track into a hype one. Large Professor, Q-Tip, and Premier, Nuff said. And they said another high is that it's finally out. You guys got to realize, Illmatic was pushed back many, many, many times, okay? These are the lows of Illmatic. Album of the year in April? Please, y'all are tripping. The beats are nice, but I think that they're ill-matched at times. The quality versus quantity doesn't make sense considering how skilled Nas is. It's not like anybody has ever complained about Rakim running out of fat tracks in his early days. So the things that we are saying right now about albums being short and stuff like that, people were complaining about that in the 90s. Yeah. Um, they said this is a good album. This is a great album. This is probably the best debut to come out of New York since Black Moon's Into the Stage. But this is not the classic that everybody's been calling. For sure, everyone will be hopping on this album. Uh, everybody will be hyping this album, and the 12 inch of the singles will get mad play. But a classic, a classic debut, like People's Instinctive Travels or Three Feet High and Rising? Nah, man. Like Criminal Minded and Paid in Full? Come on. The real gem of the LP is Nas. All the hype about lyricism is dead on. His flow is tight and he can switch styles. From story from storytelling to bragga um, braggadocious uh, rap on a dime. The production is tight thanks to the uh, best producers out there. And they said the problem with the album is length. And uh, saying that, you know, Hard to Tell was already released. And this basically was only seven tracks. Because they already, you know, heard two of the songs before. Yeah. Like, niggas... It's crazy, bro. Read this right here. All right, September 9th, nineteen ninety-three, four forty-four, uh, four forty-four a.m. Wow, that's pretty weird. Um, this is what this is what blew my mind, you guys, the most. They said, uh, "I just heard Snoop's new single. I heard that it may have been released late last week, uh, but the this is the first time I've heard of it. A local radio station played it completely uncensored. Kind of amazing. I thought then again, I'm not from around here. He was in Milwaukee." He said, anyone heard this shit? It had a chorus of something like, rolling down the street, smoking Indo, sipping on gin and juice. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, dog. Like, look at this. Um, Anybody heard this new fat joint called Shook Ones by Mob Deep? I love that beat. I'm going to put it in my all-time favorite beats, Memory Bank. Memory Bank. <laughs> what do you guys think of it? That's crazy. Yeah, there were some definitely finer times. Or, uh, well, that, you know. I mean, we have our fine times, too. We're doing our thing. Mm -hmm. Just people Yo, listening to listen. podcasts is a culture, yeah. you know? It definitely is. People are talking about... Here's here's some posts about the uh, Wu-Tang album. They said, uh, everybody was tripping off the new Quest, which I didn't pick up yet. Um, Wu-Tang dropped with Into the Chambers, 12 real tracks. I only picked it up because it was on wax, but I wasn't disappointed. Sounds like Brothers was having mad fun making this album. So if you don't want the new Quest and it had some extra money after getting Quest... You may you might want to check this out, especially if you like protect your neck. And even if you didn't, they uh they both eventually grew on me. But I like the album from Jump. And then somebody was like, I don't think this album is as good as everybody makes it out to be. Maybe it's just me, but I couldn't get into this one. I really like Method Man and a few of the other cuts had some flavor, but I'm it just was missing something. 
because I'm not uh you said maybe because I'm not as hype on Wu Tang as the rest of y'all. <laughs> That's great, bro. I just I just like to read some of this stuff so it can bring you back to you know reality. You know what I mean? People think that this generation of hip hop is something that's never happened before. And while a lot of stuff that's happening hasn't happened before, most of it has. You know what I mean? Rappers have always been hype. Albums have always got pushed back. People have always doubted classics, you know, when they came out. Like you got to realize people doubted Illmatic. And now it's now regarded as arguably the greatest rap album of all time. You know what I mean? So yeah, yo, this shit's crazy. That's pretty dope. Remember those light skinned dudes who used to take a lot of selfies and stuff? Those those kind of guys don't exist no more. Girls don't care they, for them. No, they don't. Dark skinned niggas took over easily. Dark skinned niggas really took over, bro. And I, I'm a, a Twitter person. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm in the front lines. I'm defending light skinned niggas. I'm here. And yeah, bro, the Twitter niggas with the beards, it's over, bro. If you dark skinned with a beard on Twitter right now, you about to get fifty likes. And probably five prospects to DM. <laughs> Nigga called them prospects. All right, I can't. I, I I can't breathe. All right, so look, any shout outs, bro? No. Oh, uh, oh wait, bro. I shout get, out to. I'm gonna get this to the fucking people. But go ahead. Yo. Oh, I forgot. You ain't listen to it. Yeah. So I. I well, it don't. It don't even matter. Yeah. Well, look. Uh, let me just shout out because I know I never do my shout out. Oh, yeah, before we stop. Yo, SoundCloud. What the fuck is going to happen? Uh, how are we going to do it? We going to put it on Podomatic or some shit? We're going to have to put it back on Podomatic. I feel like SoundCloud isn't going to die. I feel like somebody's going to acquire it. Apple or Tidal is probably going to buy it because it's like it's a no-brainer. You know what I mean? SoundCloud is one of the most popular uh, music platforms where countless like you know careers are made off somebody's gonna buy it chance the rapper has already tweeted saying that he's making efforts and so you know i guess he said we're getting on the phone with ty i mean uh, with soundcloud something's gonna happen or something like that i don't know mm, but yeah the same way dame dash said he's acquiring karma loop with kanye no i'm kidding <laughs> yeah i don't know sound there's no way that soundcloud's gonna get shut down bro it's like yeah they don't have money but somebody's about to give it some money so you guys don't worry about it. If SoundCloud does shut down, the Woody vs. Poppy podcast will still be available on iTunes. So there's nothing to uh, worry about at all. We we may even put it on there. What's that other thing? That radio shit? What's it called? Uh, Slacker Radio or something? Oh yeah, and then uh, then it mm. gets straight uploaded to Coral Radio. Yeah, Coral Radio. But look, um, my shout out. I want to shout out Tyler the Creator uh, for dropping his greatest album ever. Um. I want to shout out, oh, let me tell y'all this shit, dog. So, Woody, a few days ago, this this is how I know, I, I you know I ain't religious, but the devil came into my life, and he did some bad shit, all right? So, a couple weeks ago, there was a fireworks uh, display outside of my job. They were selling fireworks, you know, for the 4th of July and shit. I live in a hinkery, a, a, a fucking retarded-ass town. So, when I went up there to look at the fireworks and shit, Lady was like, yo, you want to uh, enter, you know, a, a contest? You can win some fireworks. I was like, all right, bitch. You know, that's what I thought in my head. Like, all right, what the fuck? Got the form, filled it out. A few days later, I'm, I'm eating, you know, dinner with my girl, and I get a phone call. And I fucking won an entire box of, um, of fireworks. Now, this box is probably, like, the height of, like, Snooky or something. You know what I mean? Like, this is a big-ass box of fireworks. So I'm like, oh, it's about to be lit. Fourth of July about to be lit. Me and my niggas is in the car. I got some smoke bombs, right? My friend had just lit one and threw it out the window, right? 
I go to do it, and when I light it, my girlfriend, for some reason, everybody else in the car gets scared. And I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know what happened, so I like I dropped the shit by mistake. And yeah, Woody, I burned a fucking hole in my car seat. Yeah, I don't give a fuck a about your champagne problems. You told me. Man, I'm just trying to tell the podcast, look, if something comes into your life unexpectedly, and you know you didn't deserve it, get rid of it, probably. All right, well, let's also talk about how Tyler's gay. Oh, until the next time. Peace. Bye. Peace. Yeah, that's going to be a classic for the streets. You got to upload that now. Not even later. Well, we should upload it now because time is a fucking ticket. <laughs>